joining me on the show now to talk about the upcoming movie musical, Country Crush, is music producer, songwriter, and executive producer, Marty Beecroft. And he has been involved with, in music for a long time, and uh, now he's got this great uh, movie musical coming out. We're here to talk all about it. Welcome to the show, Marty. Thanks for having me, Dave. Good to be here, man. It is great to have you here. Always great to see you in person as well when we uh, get a chance to catch up at music events like the CCMAs uh, back in September in London, Ontario. And it's great to have you here to talk about, uh, this is really exciting, this upcoming movie musical, Country Crush. First of all, how excited are you to have this uh, about to come out and maybe let us know when that date is? Yeah, you know, it's it's such a weird feeling because with with music, things can be a lot you know, obviously there's, uh, you know, long processes and all these different steps that have to go. But uh, with movie making, I've learned, and, and with music, there's a lot of similarities. But with movies, it's the budgets are bigger, the timelines are longer, uh, the problems are more numerous. It's like it's just kind of music on steroids. Uh, or as Hillary Clinton would say, trumped up. <laughs> anyway, just get a little... Uh, um, a little political humor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so it's one of these things where, um, you know, it was literally five years ago was probably the initial, you know, seed planted to get this thing going. So I'm very excited, but at the same time, it's also just kind of a relief now to finally, you know, have it ready and, you know, the last little pieces of the puzzle coming into place and, so it's looking like um, early spring of, of 2017 and um, for both the soundtrack and, and the movie to come out. And listen to this cast here that is uh, in Country Crush. We got Jana Kramer, Madeline Merlot, uh, Monroe Chambers, Sophie Tweed Simmons. Uh, we'll recognize those names, of course. Madeline Merlot is a great Canadian country artist doing so well. A new single out called War Paint. And she's amazing. Janet Kramer, of course, from the States, a great country artist. And what a cast. Now, how did you assemble? How did this cast get assembled for the, for the movie musical? You know what? As, as many different people there are, there's, there's a different way of, of finding and, and getting them on board. Um, with Madeline, literally, that was just, um, you know, I think initially when the idea, you kind of think really big and, and when you think of, of musicals, you know, one of the first names that came to mind was, was someone like Julianne Huff, thinking, you know, she can sing, she's in country, the dancing, like, wow, name recognition, that'd be awesome. Um, that was thinking a little, little too big. But then we came across, uh, like, Ron Kitchener and Open Road are a very well-known label, obviously, and, and just mm-hmm. searching around. And Madeline hadn't even released anything yet, but she was on the uh, Open Road and, and Ron Kitchener's website. And so for her, it was just like, yeah, this perfect look. And um, so just asked if she would do a reading and send in a video. And that was like instantaneous. We knew that was, that was a fit. And with someone like Monroe, it was a, a fairly typical um, um, casting process you know people coming in and sending in their videos and doing a scene doing some songs yeah and jana was someone who again thinking 
early on, like, oh, wow, um, you know, Jana Kramer, uh, she's just starting out in Nashville. She's got her first single out when she had that Why You Wanna song. Mm-hmm. And so, again, that was sort of like, wow, that would be a perfect match. And it turns out that she ended up coming to us because um, through all the breakdowns that casting agents put out there, that uh, I guess her people, you know, it's a very obvious thing to see movie musical, not too many go around. So um, so she put together a, a videotape and sent it to us. And again, that was just a no-brainer. And with a preference to, to try and have uh, as many Canadians as possible, um, both just for, you know, waving the, the maple leaf and, and for, you know, legitimate cost reasons and tax credit reasons. And with Sophie, it was a a, a clear benefit that, you know, she has dual citizenship. So that was, um, again, a slam dunk. And uh, nice. she sings great. She's a great actress, and she's wanting to expand that part of her life. So I think it was a, a great fit for everybody. That is so cool. Such a great cast. And I love uh, hearing the story of how, the movie came about or how it was written because as I understand it, Marty, uh, the writer-director, Andrew Simic, he didn't have you write original songs for this movie musical, which is how we might think it happens, but in this case, he went to the back catalog you had written with your buddy Glenn Coulson. You've been friends forever and you've been in musical groups together, including the uh, very successful pop group VIP at the country group after Tuesday. You guys have done everything. So these were songs that you had written prior and he took the songs, uh, put them in some kind of order, and wrote the story around that. And you can tell me how close to uh, the truth that is. <laughs> that's, uh, you said it great, Dave. That's perfect. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, Andrew and, um, and his uh, wife, Brigitte, who's producer on the film, they've been doing movies for for years and, and they've been great friends for, for just as many years. We've always collaborated. Um, you know, they'd come to us for some music ideas and to put some music in their films and, and then, um, you know, favors vice versa. And so this was a great opportunity when I was chatting with Brigitte and looking to get some advice on, on how to get in the film world. And she was looking for advice on how to get into and understand more of the music side of things. And all of a sudden, it was, you know, the light bulb going off saying, why aren't we working together? And the second light bulb was, why not do a country musical? Because that's exactly right up our alley. We can really focus on everyone's strengths and learn from each other as we go along. And so that's when Andrew and Brigitte said, just give us your whole catalog. I don't care if it's just the roughest guitar demo that you just, you know, singing in the car or whatever, they have to be going on a road trip. So they said, we have nothing but time. So <laughs> we had a lot of time to listen. And we inundated them with, I don't even, I don't even know how many demos it was, but everything from uh, songs that we had written 15 years ago as, uh, with the intention of it being for our pop group VIP to um, more recent songs that we had written on, on Nashville songwriting trip. And and then they sort of came back and said, these are our favorites. And from there, Andrew just weaved a, a story together, which I'm actually, I don't even know how he did that. 
it's an amazing uh, process that it was done that way, starting with the songs and, and finding the story through them. And I understand the movie was, uh, was it filmed entirely in Sudbury? Uh, not entirely. Um, we are fortunate enough to get uh, uh, um, a grant from the Northern Ontario Heritage Fund, which is a arm's length uh, corporation of the government of Ontario, which, you know, as the name kind of uh, sounds, it's, Obviously, it's not just movies, but the idea being to try and develop economic growth and um, and training and um, and business up in uh, Northern Ontario. So basically, that line in the sand, so to speak, is, is uh, Perry Sound and North. So um, we spread it around between Perry Sound, North Bay, and uh, and Sudbury, and um, it just so happened to be that with availability of various cash, uh, not cash members, cast members <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that well, it, it, it wasn't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't something that got done in, in one big chunk. It was, uh, you know, like a week in Paris Sound and a week in Sudbury and a week in North Bay. And that actually, um, you know, some productions might say that would be kind of a hassle breaking up the, in the flow of it, but um, but it turned out to be uh, really neat and and was great to get a, a flavor of of each location and and I I was just impressed at how I didn't realize how much film was going on up north and uh, especially in in Sudbury there were you know several productions um, including some you know movie of the weeks from from the United States filming at the same time literally just like. You know, we're on one side of the street, they're on the other side of the street. So so there's a lot of talent there, which uh, I was really impressed about. It's so cool, uh, as we mentioned, the cast here. And, you know, Madeline Merlot, we're going to play a song of hers in just a moment that uh, is featured a little bit uh, in the movie, but it's also on one of her albums. It's a great song called Alive. And, man, you know, I haven't seen the movie, the movie musical, but seeing her video, she has such great uh, presence on film and in videos, and uh, she, she's got to be great in this because she just has that natural presence. Yeah, you know, that was something we we worried about early on was when you have a, a movie musical, you figure, okay, well, what are we going for? Are we going for actors who can sing, or are we going for singers who can act? Right. And, uh, and so that's a really, you know, tough thing and, and you really have to have an open mind both ways and so it turns out that that in our case we, we really did get a mix of both so um i guess with someone like Jana, she was more known as an actress first before she moved to nashville and and got right. her record deal and so so we knew that her acting was going to be great and for her character that was a must because you know, I must give kudos to Janet because she was a real professional. And in her role, I'm not going to give too much of the story away, but there's a lot of crying that her character needs to do. And I don't know how she could do that, like, just on the spot. But anyway, tip of the cap there. Um, and then someone like Madeline, who was a singer first, she had done, um, you know, growing up, obviously doing, you know, musicals in her hometown and, and some other shows. But uh, it, she was just a natural she um she's just such an authentic person and and just so eager to 
to learn and, and soak it up. And, um, and Madeline and, and, and Monroe got along really well, which is obviously great being, you know, the love interest together in, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Monroe with his years on, on Degrassi, which is just, you know, um, that's like a little actor's factory that, that come out of there. Those, those kids on Degrassi, oh, yeah. how they, you know, just season after season on that show. Like, yep. there's so many great actors and actresses that have, that have come from that. And I know people oh, really do call it like a, like an actor's factory. And Monroe was able to, to bring his um, experience and kind of coach her through and, you know, give her some advice. And then, um, likewise, Madeline was able to sort of help him in the studio and, and kind of calm him down. And cause he's obviously, he's a great singer, but, uh, but his experience had been more, uh, performing live. So performing in a studio with the headphones on and hearing it really intimately in those headphones was a very different experience, mm-hmm. but, um, but he's just such a hard worker and he just, dug in and you'd never know that that was some of his first courting. He's just an absolute pro. And let's hear a song from Madeline Merlot. We mentioned the song Alive and that is going to be part of the movie musical Country Crush. Let's hear it now on the show. This is Madeline Merlot Alive on In the Country. Guitar is all I need I've been dreaming this dream forever I'm finally waking up Cause safety net's a choice Something that's getting in the way From making my own history I'm breaking chains It's got me singing
And that is Madeline Merlot, one of the stars of the movie musical Country Crush. And, of course, Sophie Tweed-Simmons. We know her from the, the reality show with her family that was on so many years, which was wonderful. I used to watch that all the time. So she's a very natural person in front of the camera as well. Yeah. I mean, she's, come, she's coming from rock royalty. So um, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine what that would be like growing up and um, that must be quite a, a life experience. And you might think that, wow, okay, she's probably, you know, had a lot of privilege in her life and is she going to be a diva on set or what's it going to be? You know, you kind of have these um, preconceived notions, you know, fair or unfair sure. before starting. But um, Sophie was absolutely... Uh, what's the best word, like charming, down-to-earth, um, easygoing. Um, it was, and then she was great in the studio. She was uh, great on set. So, um, you know, we got really lucky with the cast. That Everyone was just excited to be there, professional, and, um, and will, you know, ready to go the extra mile to to help things, uh, you know, help this be the best it could be. I'm speaking with Marty Beecroft, who is a music producer, songwriter, executive producer on Country Crush, a movie musical uh, coming out around the spring of 2017. And in the movie, so it's a movie musical, I'm, I'm going to assume that there is obviously a lot of dialogue, and then at certain points in the movie, the characters break into song. Yeah, exactly. Um, i trying to think if it's... It's maybe like a kind of like a fifty fifty split between you know dialogue and and songs but um the the way we um we wanted to do it and the way that that Andrew the director had in mind was uh, was to make it really flow that it wasn't a here's a setup for the song and stop and song go and then song ends, right and next scene um it was very organic in how the songs really just flow from the dialogue and then become dialogue themselves. And then flowing out of it, um, you know, even when there's some, some dance numbers, uh, it was a very conscious effort to, um, to again, make it, make it feel like, um, like it's just natural that, even though of course it's not natural to all of a sudden break into song, but, um, <laughs> But honestly, as much as that's possible to do, right. uh, I think um, I think that's what happened in this. And even in the editing process, um, you know, the people from the uh, distributor they would help uh, enormously in the editing process to give their their valuable feedback. And and some of their feedback was uh, just to just to watch, not making it become too too Broadwayish and to, to keep it as natural as possible. And of course, the songs uh, that you wrote with Glenn Coulson formed the, became the form of the story. Uh, tell me about writing with Glenn and just maybe something about your songwriting process, how you guys were able to write so well together. Oh boy. Well, when you're, you're uh, I guess it can kind of bring you into fold there, Dave, because uh, uh you know, the very first song that I wrote was um, with lyrics that we received from you. So uh, wow. I always remember <laughs> that, and 
Um, and it's always great to be able to bring that up whenever we see each other around at, at industry events. And, um, and I always appreciate that, and that always brings a smile. And That was a great time, for Glenn sure. Is, yeah. And uh, Glenn and I have been great friends since, you know, since high school, and, uh, and Joe Heslip as well, who is part of VIP. And, I mean, we were just inseparable buddies in high school. So, so then when we, when we had some, uh, some great success with, with the pop group VIP, um, that was just such a good time because it was just hanging with your buddies, doing what we do. And as an acapella group, um, we really sort of came at songs with, with harmony always in mind. So that was something that was always there. But as far as a, a process, I think the fact that, that we were all best friends for so long that um, really it's like it never felt like a process. It just we were able to really um, enhance each other's strengths and the advantage of, of a group in that, um, you know, everyone has their strengths and their weaknesses. And, mm-hmm. and we all... Um, we all kind of complemented each other in that there's obviously some, some overlaps in certain areas, but we were like a, you know, a multi-headed monster that could really, you know, work together. And it's just one of these things that's so, so difficult to explain unless you're, uh, unless you're in it. And um, I really credit that a lot to, to making a lot of great songs and having that, that, um, you know, songwriting is such a vulnerable thing when you're with somebody because you can be talking about really personal or intimate moments that um, that are a part of you that you know hurt you or were great moments in your life and and anything in everything in between. And to be able to um, you know have your best friends who you trust enormously just helps to get that uh, to get all those details out without without worry about anyone judging. Um, and that's what's so neat about, about songwriters and being down in Nashville is everyone is, and you've probably experienced this, I'm, I'm sure too, Dave, that mm-hmm. because songwriting is such a vulnerable thing and performing, you know, everyone is so welcoming and, and friendly. And um, you know, that's one thing that I loved about making the transition from, from the pop world to the country world is right. The country world, everyone just seemed so willing to to want to help that that there really is a vibe, especially in the Canadian country scene. And uh, anyone who's been to the Canadian Country Music Week knows exactly what this feels like, and how people mm-hmm. call it the the CCMA family, and it it truly is like that. And uh, I think um, I think in Canada we're very lucky to to have a vibe like that where everyone is so supportive. But um, as many as many songs as there are. Um, you know, there's a different way that that song has come to be. And you mentioned the uh, transition from the pop world to the country music world. And Marty, as far as the writing between those two genres, was there a transition at all, or did your writing change, or did you pick up any new techniques of writing when you uh, started writing more country-based songs? You know what? In our case, I think, I think we were always better suited for country, because we always wanted to tell story, and um, and in the in the pop world, um, I think that kind of made us sound a little unique compared to um, you know other contemporary groups of the time. And um, 
you know, we were on the here on Carol tour with uh, that Tom Jackson does to raise money for food banks across Canada, and it was a country music tour. And he loved groups like the Nylons and Harmony, and knew that we could sing a cappella. So he invited us on on that tour in um, I guess that was 2000. And Lisa Brokop uh, and Beverly Mahood were on that tour. And so that was the the time when you know when people in the band like uh, like Tom McKillop, who's a great uh, Canadian music producer, and and they would all say to us you know, how our songs, they're like, it's just change of production. It's just like, uh, you know, your songs are, are very country-esque and people would would love the harmony. And, you know, that seed was planted and maybe some things were were said as, uh, you know, kind of joking a bit and, and kind of just sort of playfully, you know, teasing each other. But that that seed stuck and and so several years later when when vip had had run its course um you know and and it was after that tour that i really started to listen to the country music and um you know and hearing uh hearing lisa's music and bev's music was a great influence to realize like yeah you know music good music is good music and it uh and it doesn't matter very interesting to hear that. And, uh, of course, you and Glenn have been writing together forever. We mentioned the pop world, the country world. And uh, this is so exciting. I can't wait to see this movie musical. I can't wait to hear more about it as people respond to it when it's released uh, spring of 2017 to see the feedback and, and just how well this uh, movie musical does for you guys. You, of course, Marty, are a music producer, songwriter, and executive producer on it. And it was written and directed by Andrew Simic, uh, some other talented people, of course, involved with it. And the cast, as we've mentioned throughout the show, is incredible. Uh, Marty, thanks so much for being here. It was great to chat about uh, about the project, and I wish you all the best with it. Dave, thanks so much for having me on. You're the best. You're the greatest guy. I appreciate that we uh, do have a long history together and, and that we're finally able to uh, to connect and, and do a call like this. So I mm-hmm. uh, really appreciate your time and, and efforts that you're doing to to keep promoting Canadian country music and keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Thank you so much, Marty. I do appreciate those kind words. It's been great chatting. Once again, my guest has been music producer, songwriter, and executive producer, Marty Beecroft. And uh, stay tuned for that uh, movie musical, Country Crush. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.